This is Amazed by God, brought to you by Through God's Library. We bring you stories of faith and God's goodness shared by people like you. I pray we build and encourage your faith. If you have a story to tell, please let us know by contacting us through our website at amazedbygod.com. We would love to help you share it with the world. While you're there, check out our other ministries. And if you would like to support the work God is doing through us, you can find the details on our website or go to patreon.com forward slash Mark Now here's your host, Mark, with a story of faith. Hello and welcome, welcome to Amazed by God, brought to you by Through God's Library. Uh, this is your host, Mark Stitchin, and with me today is Josh Hanshu. Hey guys, how you doing? How are you doing today, Josh? I am doing really good. Thanks, Mark. That's good. We just uh, we just had a nice lunch, kind yes. of talked about yes, some things. That was I, good. I actually, I, so I grew up in Dundalk, and uh, Josh's his office is over here in Dundalk. And I have never ate there before. I tell you, I, I hit that place as often as I can. That it's was, good. That was a good Reuben. Yeah. You know, and and good some good Reuben. fried pickles. Yeah. That was a first for me, too. Yeah. Josh had never really had fried pickles before. It blew my mind. I couldn't imagine somebody sticking a pickle in grease and frying it. They'll, they'll fry anything. They will fry anything. I don't, fried Snickers bar was pretty good, too. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. I haven't had that either. I'm missing out. That's that's at the Maryland State Fair. I, they fry okay. everything there. So, uh, well, to introduce Josh for a minute, he is. Uh, I met Josh when you were working at Lighthouse, mm-hmm. which I've had some people here from Lighthouse before, um, and and became a good friend of mine. Talked to me. We sat down. We had some 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 food together and and talked about a lot of things going on. And he started a ministry called Be More Caring. How did you How did you get involved in that? How did that that kind of come about? It was interesting. I was actually driving as an Uber driver part-time, and I'm from the suburbs. I don't get into the city a whole lot at this time. Um, now I do, obviously, since I work here. But uh, driving in the city and just kind of being face-to-face with homeless people again and again and again, it was just this constant, they're right there. And it, it just it became something where I, I knew I had to do something. That's awesome. Yeah. And how long has that been going? Uh, we just hit three years. Wow. Which is crazy to me. I wouldn't have guessed it was that long, too. Me neither. I, I remember when you guys were starting and mm-hmm. uh, was definitely praying. I, uh, homeless ministry is something that has been near to dear to me. Uh, we were talking about it before. My son and I go yeah. out and do some homeless ministry. That's I, so I think great that you do that. I think it's part of the heart of God. It is. It really is. God is, God is just an amazing God, and he does a lot for us if we sit down and we look at it, you know, just just where we are is in in America, and being able to freely worship Him is mm. is a new concept still mm-hmm. um, in the span of human history. So uh, we here share stories of just amazing things that God has done for us, mm. uh, things that we can step out and look back and and see. So I asked you, Josh, what has God done amazing in your life? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, thinking about it, uh, you had given me a couple minutes to think about it. And, it, and there's, there's only been like two or three times in my life. I'm, I'm 45 where I knew, Oh, 46, bad memory where I knew we all have that. <laughs> it just starts to happen. <laughs> oh, it's awful. I'm still 32. It's so awful. Yeah. Yeah. You can, you can have that. Um, there's just been a few times where I clearly knew this is the voice of God and this is him speaking to me. One of them was when I was, um, 
pursuing my wife. Like, is she the right one? Is this the one that you've got for me? And um, I felt like he spoke very clearly to me during that time. And then this next time was was with the, the homeless ministry. So I'm driving. It's probably five or six o'clock in the morning. I've been out Ubering all night. You know, like it's nasty out. And, you know, it's the kind of day where you just don't want to be outside long. You want to get to where you got to go and then get inside and then that's it. And so I turn the corner and I see I'm coming through Baltimore and I see a bag of trash on the ground. And I, I don't know why, but I looked again and I realized it wasn't a bag of trash. It was a man laying there on three pieces of newspaper. And I knew that he had been there all night long. And so the whole scene is, you know, you're driving down this road. It's it's a wider road, but it's not like traffic on both sides. And the buildings are close and it's kind of dark and gloomy. And you see people walking around them like we all do. We all walk around that that kind of situation. And I just was like, oh, my gosh, I, I think he might be dead. You know, like he's been out there all night, like with nothing covering him but a couple sheets of newspaper. And it just concerned me so much that that nobody was was doing anything. And I don't know about you, Mark, but when I've when I've looked around and, and, and said, why is nobody doing anything right now? Almost every single time it's because I'm the one that's supposed to do something. Yeah. So when you're looking around and going, why is nobody doing something? It's because you need to get up off your butt and do something. It's you. You're the answer to that. You're prayer. the answer to that. Yep. And so I, I, I drove past him a little bit because I couldn't stop in time, parked the car, walked back around the corner, and, and I, I went to, to say hi to him. And I just was even now I can feel the feeling coming back was just so para, para, paranoid, petrified. I don't know what, what the right word is, but just so freaked out that this dude's going to be dead. And, and I started thinking, well, what do you do when you have a dead body? I've never had to call anybody for a dead body and, and, and somebody's got to do something. So I reached down and I'm like, sir, sir, are you okay? And he just like jumps up. Oh yeah. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How's, how's your day going? And I just like, well, I don't even know how, what I said at that stage, like it was just such a shock that he was actually okay and alert and all that kind of stuff. And and I talked to him for a minute and uh, I got back to my car and it just, it was like a dam opened. It was all of those, all of those times seeing somebody on the corner, all of those times seeing somebody huddled up on the stairs, all of those times driving by somebody were, were in a bundle and they just blew up in my face. And I just... Ugh, I lost it. I just started crying and I'm just like, God, what is going on here? And what what he said, I'll never forget it. He said, Josh, I've heard enough of you telling me what you can't do. It's time for you to show me what you can do. And it just spoke to me in such a way that I could understand. I didn't have to fix all of the problems. I didn't have to go and rescue everyone. I don't like not everyone is even on my radar. But what I can do, I will do, and, and, and I will set it to before me to do it. And so I just put a little thing out there on Facebook and said, hey, guys, I'm, I'm seeing this. Here's some pictures and here's some stories, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have stuff in my trunk, and when I see people, I'm going to give it to them. So if you want to be part of that, send it to me, and I'll make sure it gets to them. And the response was just overwhelming. I mean, it was, it was crazy how much people wanted to help, but they didn't know what to or how to, and in those situations, we can just be so distrusting. Like, if I give them stuff, are they going to do what they said they're going to do with it? You know, we always hear that relief supplies are sent overseas and they're sitting on a tarmac somewhere rotten because they don't know what to do with them. They can't get them out. Um, so a lot of my friends responded and said, yeah, we want to help. And um, that's how we got started. 
That's awesome. It's yeah. awesome that you, you saw the call, you answered the call, and you've continually answered the call for a while. You know, yeah. I, I grew up here in Baltimore as well, too. You know, I, I went down in the city a lot as a kid and, and, you know, hung out down there. And I would always take the, <laughs> this is dating myself, you remember when you would go buy the McDonald's Bucks? Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, there wasn't the gift card at the time. You would just get the, and yeah. you could pull it off, and it was a <laughs> dollar for McDonald's. Yep. Um, so when I started to drive, anytime I would go into the city, I would buy the McDonald's Bucks okay. so that I could hand out That's hand out thing. And, and you know, I had did that, you know, for a long time um, when they had those. Uh, and then we used to buy, you used to be able to buy McDonald's cheeseburgers. It was, you know. Mm. 10 of them for yeah they're cheap yeah yeah and we would just drive around i remember one time i had my friend uh her name was melanie and we were we were driving around and and she offered the guy a cheeseburger he was like i don't want a cheeseburger do you have a pizza (laughs) and Mm, we were like no "No." and he's like well i already ate i just was in the mood for pizza you know (laughs) he was like but my friend down there needs something and and we went and did that and and it was just you know for me it was an enlightening experience because You know, although I didn't grow up, you know, by any means rich, you know, I, I was definitely very, very lower class, middle mm-hmm. class, I guess right you would there say. With you. Yep. And um, but to see people less than me. And then when I started reading the gospels and reading, you know, the Hebrew scriptures and looking at it, there's a lot of focus on, you know, the homeless, the mm-hmm. widow, the orphan, you know. I mm-hmm. mean he tells the the Israelites, God tells the Israelites, you know to keep chanting that we were wandering Aramaeans, like that mm. we didn't have anything, mm. you know, so they remembered that. He told them to stop when you cut your farm, leave corners available so that yeah. the, so that the, you know, the homeless, the, the elderly, the, the orphan and the, the widow could come and pick from your thing. So God cares about that. Oh, amen. Um, amen. We get, we get, we get caught in our heads a lot of times where, you know, God's about me, God's about, you know, my salvation, my wish list, yeah, my this wants. and this yeah. and, and bless me. And there's a lot, a lot in the scripture about us going and doing, yes. you know, um, you know, just your story reminded me, of course, and you've probably heard this a thousand times of, of the story of the good Samaritan, mm. you know, you know, seeing somebody and, and, and passing, walking right by. We, we, we do that often, you know, all the time, we, we, all the time, even if we have somewhere good to go, you know, there still is there's still something better sometimes sitting there in front of us mm-hmm. and doing that. So I appreciate you sharing. Yeah, um, man. Let, let me show just a sh- little shout out. It's called Be More Caring. So yes. B- Be More is abbreviation for Baltimore. So just the letter B, M-O-R-E, caring. Is it .org, .com? Actually, it's it's funny. It's actually B-E-M-O-R-E, oh, caring. Yeah, sorry. So <laughs> it, it's a nod to Baltimore, but I didn't want to pigeonhole it in Baltimore. Um, so yeah, bemorecaring.com and um, check us out. And if, yeah, if you're around Baltimore, there's plenty of drop boxes and yes. things like that. Yeah, um, I know involved. I've dropped some stuff off. I believe it's at Lighthouse. Mm-hmm. I know I've dropped some things off over there. Um, and I remember when you were getting started, I reached out to see if you wanted any kids' clothings, you know, yep. um, you know, and, and, you know, drop it off, do something good with it. Goodwill and those places are good places to donate and things like that. But if you can find a homeless ministry, mm. you know, that's, that's that's something that you can you can reach out and, and help spread the gospel in there. Yes, so. yes. Well, thank you for sharing that. Is there a Bible character, or a person in the Bible, a Bible story, something that has touched you in your life? Yeah, it's funny. Um, you mentioned this earlier, and I started thinking, okay, what would I want to share? And, and it's just something—it's personal. It's something that God's doing right now. 
um, you know, I, I just was, was dealing with, um, with some issues and I just felt like everybody around me was complaining about stuff. And then I was all in a bad mood and I just, um, was really struggling with it. And, um, God said, Hey, you're not the first Joshua to have dealt with that. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, Oh yeah. And then, and then he, he, he shared, you know, and in fact, like you're complaining to me about people complaining to you. And it was just like a reset. It was like, a Oh yeah, I've got work to do. I, this is not the work that I'm called to do. It's something that's trying to pull me off. You know, it's trying to pull me away from where my focus needs to be. So just the whole concept of Joshua leading those people through the the wilderness and through the the desert and them complaining to them and all of the drama that went with that. I think for for church leaders, we. I can anyway, I can tend to think the real work of the church is, you know, X, Y, Z. Um, but a lot of times you, you, in that case, like I wasn't given enough room to realize that the work of the church is, is loving people right where they're at, all of their warts and all, just like I'm loved with all of my imperfections and all of my warts. I need to love everybody that I'm interacting with. And it was just a really good reminder that, you know, that there's, there's more to what we're doing than just to make my job easy. That's awesome. That's that's great. That yep. God will remind us of of those things and you, of namesake. You know, you couldn't have a better name yeah. here. You know, yeah. great um, example. So, and then we we like to share songs uh, here at Amazed by God because I think that sometimes music touches us. You know, and and touches our soul. And and everybody gets something different from songs. So, yeah. what song has touched you recently in the past? You know, Christian, non-Christian, but that has has shown you something and has 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 you pulled something out of you before. So this is awful. I can't remember the guy's name. He's a relatively new country artist and um, they play him on the radio, but the song that, that grabbed my attention was called Craig. And it was basically the story of someone who loved Jesus coming alongside of this singer and helping him. You know, he was, he was on the verge of divorce. He went into bankruptcy. He was an alcoholic and he was going through all of these things and basically the gist of the song is, is, hey, Jesus didn't come down and, and do this, but Craig did. You know, Craig came and he walked beside me. He gave me his car. He helped me. He encouraged me. And it's just a good reminder that wherever I'm at, in whatever stage I'm at, and whatever platform I'm given the opportunity to be on, there's still a very real, like, I'm a real person. I, I've got to be aware of the people around me. It's called Craig? Yeah. Um I, hold on for a second. One real quick. Oh, by Walker Hayes? Yes. Okay, Craig by Walker Hayes. So um, good. Yeah, I, I haven't listened to that. Actually, I have that album, and I don't recognize that That's song. That's funny. We, we lease music now. We don't buy music. Right, so right. there's a lot of albums I have that I don't listen to the whole thing. I may right. listen to it once through, but definitely going to listen to that on the way yeah, out. So check it out. That's Craig by Walker Hayes. Again, YouTube, definitely, I'm 99.99% sure every song ever made is on YouTube. It is. <laughs> so go to YouTube, listen to this, and I love that message. That message fits in with you perfectly, Josh. And I just want to say thank you so much for being on Amazed by God. Uh, Thanks, your man. life and, and watching you start that has been a blessing to me. I've reached out to you multiple times and, and, and have been unbelievably thankful for God for putting you in my life when he did. Um, you know, you walked into my life at, at a, a bit of a hard time in my life. Um, and over these past seven years have, have, have grown. Uh, as I've grown, I have, have looked to you and, and have been 
just unbelievably thankful. Mark, it's just honestly, it's it's amazing to see what God's doing in you, man. I just see someone who is steadfastly determined to pursue God and, and go after everything he's called you to do, man. And I'm so impressed to see what you're doing now. And um, I know you're going to kill it. Well, thank you, Josh. I appreciate you being on the podcast. Thanks for having me. So for Amazed by God, again, this is Mark Sitchin. Thank you very much, Josh. Uh, and that's Josh Hanshu with Be More Caring, and that's B-E, um, uh, if you want to go look him up. And we will see you next Monday. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a five-star rating, and don't forget to subscribe. Thank you for listening.